Hello, I'm Dango Rose, and this is the Mountaineer Podcast, where everybody's listening. And I'm Cynthia Davis. In this week's episode, we speak to Sue LeBaron, kennel manager for local animal shelter Charlie's Place. She tells us how the community can offer support to the staff and residents of the kennel. We hear this week's music mentions from Jamie Lammers and special correspondent Marianne Rosen tells us the history of International Women's Day. And for our final segment, Dango interviews Mark Towns with the kind-hearted strangers. We hear how the group met in Netherland and has since grown into a full-time band touring across the country. But first, some news from your neighborhood. During a special session, February 28, 2023, the Netherland Board of Trustees voted in favor of moving forward with contracting the Boulder County Sheriff's Office to cover Netherland's law enforcement needs. Although the contract is still in the preliminary phase, BCSO estimates it will take anywhere from 9 to 12 months to fully staff the town once all details are finalized. Local Community Festival Netter Days is set for March 24th and 25th in Netherland. This family fun affair begins Friday evening and will run all day Saturday. The event is packed with entertainment and activities for all ages and is free to attend. Check out the full calendar at netterdays.com or on Facebook at netterdays. The Gilpin County Parks and Recreation will be hosting their version of a drive-in movie night March 17th from 5.45 to 7.30 p.m. Folks are invited to come watch a movie while relaxing in the pool. Be there early. Doors close at 6 p.m. A 50-year-old man from Louisville was reported missing February 27th after a snowboard trip near the old Caribou Town site, located approximately four miles west of Nederland. The man, unfamiliar with the area, became lost after snowboarding down what he believed to be Klondike Mountain. After being unable to find his way out before the dark, he managed to build a small shelter and kept warm by running in place through the night. The man had begun hiking out early that morning around the same time rescue efforts had been fully initiated. He was found later that evening by search and rescue and taken to the hospital where he was treated and later released. Like any outdoor activity, backcountry skiing can be considered dangerous. There is no such thing as being 100% safe while in the backcountry. You can be more safe or less safe. But any promise of total safety can be misleading, since the activity itself has an inherent risk. To find out more about backcountry safety, check out www.57hours.com. The Peak to Peak Chamber of Commerce has announced their next organizational meeting. All those interested in being a part of this process are invited to meet at JKQ Barbecue March 16th at 6 p.m. The meeting is open to all local businesses in the Peak to Peak region. Read more local news and feature stories in print and online at themountaineer.com. And that's it for this week's news briefs. If you have something to share, you can send requests for submission to 
info at themountaineer.com. As long as it meets our community standards, we'll be sure to include it in a future episode. Brightwood Music has been serving the Peak to Peak area and beyond since opening in 2008. The full-service music store offers new and used instruments and will even repair the ones you've got by an experienced luthier. Go ahead and check them out on Facebook. That's at Brightwood Music. Brightwood Music is the best music store with altitude across the Peak to Peak. For our lead story, I spoke with Sue LeBaron from Charlie's Place. Charlie's Place is the designated animal shelter for both Clear Creek and Gilpin County. Sue, can you introduce yourself for us? Sue LeBaron, shelter manager, Clear Creek, Gilpin County Animal Shelter. And is Charlie's Place a no-kill shelter? That doesn't mean we never euthanize. It's well below 10%. It's, it's actually closer to 1%, so it's very, very low. We only euthanize when a dog we feel is a public safety hazard that can't be managed in public. With that in mind, can you tell us something about one of your longest residents at the kennel? Kiwi has been here since um, July of 21. He just has issues with with strangers, and we're working with that. We're sending him to training in a couple weeks, kind of a boot camp for for dogs. Uh, so he's going to spend a couple hours a day for two weeks with, with a trainer to help get over his fear of strangers. We have a, more than one of those right now that are afraid of strangers. So they're really good with the people they know, our, our volunteers and our staff, but they're not good with people. They just meet randomly. So that's uh, our biggest behavior issue right now. And do y'all also shelter cats? Yeah, just a few. We adopted out most of our cats during COVID, and we haven't received very many in. Right now, we have one social cat, and the rest are semi-feral, or there's a couple that are friendly one minute and not friendly the next, so there's special needs. You know, you have to be very careful about where they get placed. And Sue, I asked you to explain why it is so important for people to spay and neuter their pets. We can begin with the problems it causes with overpopulation, where we simply have more dogs and cats than homes for them. And that's huge because every day I get desperate emails from other shelters wanting us to help, and we just can't um, because we have so few resources. We only have three people working here, and a lot of times it's just one on any given day. So we just don't have the resources to take care of very many animals anymore. So... Uh, I get those emails and that's heartbreaking because I know we can't save them. Um, and there's a lot that need to be saved, but there are a number of health reasons to, to get the animals altered as well. And in general, it, it improves their behavior. It, it definitely reduces their likelihood of roaming unless they're a husky and then it doesn't matter. But, but yeah, unaltered males are much more likely to roam. And the shelter does need volunteers. Yeah, people to walk and socialize dogs, socialize cats, and foster homes. So for those interested, who should they contact? We have a volunteer coordinator named Marilyn Broughton, and I can give you her phone number, 303-945-5506. Thank you, Sue. To conclude, Colorado does have one of the lowest rates of euthanizing animals in the country. However, that number is still in the millions nationwide. Thank mm-hmm. you.
now we go to correspondent Jamie Lammers, who will be delivering this week's Music Mentions. And now for this week's Music Mentions. Head to Busey Brews on Sunday, March 12th at 2 p.m. to see the Nippers performing live. It's located at 70 East 1st Street in Nederland. Canyon Tavern at 32138 Highway 72 in Cole Creek Canyon on Friday, March 10th at 6 p.m. for a karaoke night, and on Saturday, March 11th at 6 p.m. to see Chris Coltak performing live. Head to the Caribou Room at 55 Indian Peaks Drive in Nederland on Saturday, March 11th to see 10th Mountain Division and Kind-Hearted Strangers performing live. Doors open and dinner starts at 7 p.m., and the show starts at 8 p.m. Thursday at 7 p.m., The Covered Wagon hosts karaoke nights. Be sure to head to 15 East 1st Street in Nederland to check them out for yourself. Head to 261 Eldora Ski Road site in Nederland on Friday, March 10th at 1 p.m. at Woodward Boombox to check out Aaron Stereo performing live. Also be sure to head there on Saturday, March 11th at 10 a.m. at the Woodward Boombox to see Blast performing live. Saturday, March 11th at 2 p.m. at Timber's Fireside to see New Family Dog Duo performing live. Sunday, March 12th at 10 a.m. at Woodward Boombox to see Zubnotic performing live. And Sunday, March 12th at 2 p.m. at Timber's Fireside to see Dub Duo performing live. Head to the Gold Hill General Store and Pub on Friday, March 10th at 7 p.m. to see Coppertail with the Crow James performing live, and Saturday, March 11th at 7 p.m. to see Queso Raw performing live. They're located at 531 Main Street in Gold Hill. Head to Hall and Wind Brewing located at 51A Main Street in Rollinsville on Saturday, March 11th at 6 p.m. to see Cold Creek String Band performing live. Head to the Jamestown Mercantile on Friday, March 10th at 7 p.m. to see Chris Sheldon and friends performing live. It's located at 108 Main Street in Jamestown. Every Saturday at 5 p.m., the Brewer's Dozen featuring Kings of Prussia and friends will be performing at Knotted Root Brewing. And every Sunday at 4 p.m., Jazz Sundays with Black Dog and friends will be hosted at Knotted Root Brewing. Be sure to head to 250 North Caribou Street in Netherlands to check out these events for yourself. Head to 44365 Highway 72 in Ward, which is the Mill Site Inn, to check out an open jam every Saturday at 6 p.m. Head to 121 North Jefferson Street in Nederland, which is Ned's Cafe, every Thursday at 10 p.m. for a damn jam, and every Sunday at 7 p.m. for a karaoke night. And finally, be sure to head to Very Nice Brewing Company located at 20 East Lakeview Drive, number 112 in Nederland to check out C.P. Meyer on Friday, March 10th at 6 p.m., A Human Named David on Saturday, March 11th at 5 p.m., and Strange Birds on Sunday, March 12th at 4 p.m. Did we miss you, your performance, or your business? Want to submit your music listing in the peak-to-peak area? Do you have updates to your business or performances? Please call 303-810-5409 or email info at themountaineer.com to be included in the next print edition or the next podcast of The Mountain Ear. Thank you, Jamie. Now let's drop in with Marianne Rosen, who will be sharing a story about International Women's Day. International Women's Day is set aside as a day to consider, remember, or learn about the achievements and contributions of women while challenging the discrimination and oppression women face internationally to this day. 
Although we should be doing this and working on women's issues year-round, this day was meant to be an annual reminder and catalyst to always be striving for equity and equality. I think that Audre Lorde put it best when she said, I am not free while any woman is unfree, even when her shackles are very different from my own. The foundation for Women's Day was set in 1857 in New York City when female textile workers marched in protest of unfair working conditions and unequal rights for women. Women began openly asking for equal rights. In 1908 in New York City, early suffragettes marched for better pay, shorter working hours, and the right to vote. By 1910, a day in February had been established to recognize women. Other countries joined in the celebration in 1911, and in 1913, the date was changed to March 8th and has been celebrated ever since. In 1987, a month was set aside to celebrate the economic, political, social, and scientific contributions of women. Some of the things you can do to celebrate are to learn and think about ways to change inequities still faced by women worldwide in health, education, the workplace, physical safety, and online harassment. In keeping with that, here are a few ways to celebrate. Go to a women's march. Get together with friends and families to discuss women's rights, equality, and books and movies about gender equality. Share your stories, your struggles, achievements, what you are doing to help or about women who have inspired you. Fundraise or donate to female-focused charities. Support female-owned businesses. Lift up and support your female family and friends. Curate and listen to an all-female playlist. Have a dance party. Add podcasts. Learn about gender-based harassment in education inequity and how to combat them. Involve people who don't identify as women, as we are all in this together. Research and learn about women who have paved the way and opened doors. Share their stories. There are far too many to name, but here are just a few. In music, Cassia of Constantinople, Delia Derbyshire, Sister Rosetta Tharp, Billie Holiday, Ella Fitzgerald, and Patti Smith. In art, Mira Shandell, Tina Blau, Elma Thomas, and Frida Kahlo. In literature, the Brontes, Louisa May Alcott, Gertrude Stein, Virginia Woolf, Mary Shelley, Toni Morrison, and Agatha Christie. And in science, math, technology, and innovation, Mae Jemison, Katherine Johnson, Valentina Tereshkova, Virginia Apgar, Elizabeth Garrett Anderson, Bertha Benz, and Letitia Gere. The list goes on and on into the thousands, but don't think you have to wait for March 8th to do any of these. International Women's Day only provides a jumping off point to remind us of the issues and keep working on them year round. The Mountaineer, in partnership with Brightwood Music, is kicking off its first annual youth art show to appear both in print and online. Kids 18 and under are encouraged to submit their fine art, digital art, and photography. All work must be original and submitted to info at themountaineer.com. You can find out more details on how to submit your work on our website at themountaineer.com. That is 
www.mtnear.com. That was Kind-Hearted Strangers with their hit song, California Zephyr. Up next, Dango interviews Mark Towns, songwriter and founding member of the band. Mark talks about their upcoming show at the Caribou Room and the immersive approach they took with recording their new album. Hey, Mark, thanks for being here. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners? Hey, this is Mark Towns with Kind-Hearted Strangers. I'm currently covered in sawdust right now in Nashville, Tennessee. So it sounds like the band kind of started out as an acoustic trio in Nederland. Can you expand on that for us? I mean, this is pretty cool, but really the very first gigs we ever played were at Very Nice, the Net. Jeff and Susan were, you know, they're just incredible people. And they kind of let us figure out what we were doing. And, you know, we, were, we started out as kind of this acoustic trio two acoustic guitars and a cajon. And the whole thing has evolved to very much a rock band. And I'm forever grateful for the opportunities that they they gave me, that they gave us. I really feel like this band was born out of that place. So it sounds like now you're making your triumphant return back to the Caribou Room. Can you tell us about that? What's exciting you about coming back? Well, we yeah, we'd love to see you at the Caribou Room. We'll be playing with our brothers, Tenth Mountain Division. It's going to be a really special night. Um, we've been playing music together for years, and it has been way too long. So, really excited to do that. Uh, we're all really great friends between the two bands, so you should expect some collaboration. Um, and you know, it's the Caribou Room. It's one of the greatest rooms in the country. Nederland, Ned has given us so much, and we're just so excited to still be a part of the community and continue growing and um, it'll always feel like home and I'm just really excited for this show. This has been looking forward to this one for a really long time. So the band has a new album coming out and it sounds like you guys had a pretty cool experience recording this one. Could you tell us about what unfolded and what your approach was to making this record? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this is this is pretty cool. So we found a warehouse space in Richmond and we basically locked ourselves in there for a week. And we had five days to write and record everything. Uh, we had a, our good friend, Todd Dival from Denver, um, who recorded our last record. He actually brought a mobile recording rig all the way across the country and met us at this warehouse. And when we were in there, we wrote and recorded this entire record and we recorded everything live and Dylan painted an entire exhibition of art all around us. And when will this album be released? We've got two singles out from the album. The full album will be out in April. Just released the second single. And yeah, we're just really excited to get this thing out in the world. It's a new chapter for the band. You know, we started out kind of doing an Americana thing and 
this is it's evolving into just straight up rock and roll. Thank you, Mark. The kind-hearted strangers will be playing the Caribou Room with 10th Mountain Division this coming Saturday, March 11th. If I That concludes this week's episode of the Mountaineer Podcast, where everybody's listening. Visit our website at www.themountaineer.com to read more information about today's guests. Pick up a copy of this week's print edition of The Mountaineer at newsstands all across the peak to peak. I'm Dango Rose. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Until next time, thank you for listening. You know, up here in the mountains, things are weird.